This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Uh, Nice to have you with us wherever you're joining us from this morning. We mentioned a a rally uh, happening uh, in Burnaby uh, in a few hours at 10 o'clock to promote or to show support for certain groups for the Kinder Morgan Pipeline. There will also be a rally in Vancouver this afternoon downtown at Jackpool Plaza beginning at 2 o'clock for those who, well, uh, have the other point of view. Uh, The website is resourceworks.com, and they say, we've had enough politics. Canada needs the pipeline. It's time to get on with the job. One of the speakers at the rally downtown this afternoon is Stuart Muir. Mr. Muir is the executive director of ResourceWorks and joins us this morning still over in Victoria. Stuart, good morning. Good morning, Sterling. When do you grab a ferry to head over here? Coming over mid-morning. Okay, so uh, how many people are you expecting downtown this afternoon? Well, I'm cautiously optimistic. We'll have a couple of hundred down there, maybe more. There's a lot of excitement building. We've uh, heard from a lot of folks who think it's a good thing to do. Okay. Uh, the uh, One of the things that you point out on your website, because we had a discussion a few moments ago with uh, Burnaby South MP Kennedy Stewart, who will be part of what they're hoping, too, will be a large crowd this morning uh, to gather and protest the Kinder Morgan pipeline. Uh, and he talked about uh, the, the crux of this morning and today's pr- uh, protest being First Nations and uh, their the lack of consent that has emanated from that sector of the population. On your website, you take exception to the notion that all First Nations, uh, uh, the myth, as you call it, that all First Nations are uh, fundamentally opposed to the pipeline. Expand on that, Stuart, if you would, please. Well, specifically in regards to the pipeline, we do know it's a fact that 51 First Nations that uh, MP Stewart doesn't want to talk about have actually signed on to support the pipeline. And also, I'm aware as I go around in my work talking to First Nations leaders from the the north of Canada, from the west of Canada, I'm interviewing them as part of a documentary we're working on. They're, They're telling me the same thing over and over. We're not against development, is what they're saying. We want it on the right terms because... We just want to have the same lives. We're not content under the Indian Act, which has been in place for over 100 years, mm-hmm. to just sit at home collecting a check. I hear this phrase over and over from people, and it disturbs me that in, in 2018 this should be the case. And, and for an MP representing Canadians in our parliament to want to perpetuate that system of, of just the, the, the handout system that frustrates so many, to me, is it, shocking in this day and age. It really is. All right. Now, also, another quick quote from your website, uh, resourceworks.com. Failing to proceed with the Trans, Trans Mountain Pipeline would be devastating for B.C. and all of Canada. How so? Well, Vancouver is a port. It has been a port since its inception. That's, that's really why it came to be as a community. It has, of course, so much more going on. But when we export the crude oil and other things, be it lumber, coarse products, minerals, grains, you know, that's what keeps Canada ticking. That's what makes us work as a country because we're a trading country. So when we in, in winter want to go to the supermarket, get fruits and vegetables, they're from California, a lot of them, or Mexico or places, we, we import $5 billion worth of medicines and vaccines a year. People would die without that. Um, schools, hospitals are, are paid for by revenues we get from trade. If we don't have those things, which Kennedy Stewart apparently is saying we don't need, um, you know, it will be devastated for all Canadians. So simply to brush off and dismiss the importance of trade. But really, the, the, the problems are, are more about people's real concerns, genuine concerns over how we get things to market safely. 
Okay, now we're speaking with Stuart Muir, by the way. Uh, he's the executive director at ResourceWorks, one of the speakers at a rally at Jackpool Plaza downtown this afternoon at 2 o'clock. Another one of the speakers on the list is a Calgary MLA from, from the Alberta legislature. What's up with that? Well, we've been organizing this for a couple of weeks now. Uh, a lot of groups came to me because we're, we're known to be active in this space. I do a lot of public speaking. I kind of know, I've known it. I, said, I wasn't planning to do a rally, but... All these groups started calling and saying, you know, do you think that on the day of that big uh, protest in, in Burnaby, there could be something in Vancouver? So I said, look, uh, let's let's have a call. There were a lot of people interested. So I've been contacted by all kinds of people, including First Nations leaders. I was contacted uh, a few days ago by this MLA from Calgary Foothills, writing for Sad Panda mm-hmm. is his name. He's, he's an engineer. He, he's got the job of energy critic in the, the Alberta legislature. And he's very knowledgeable on this stuff. So he's agreed to take the mic for a few minutes this afternoon around 2.15. Okay, and you have another MLA, this time from the B.C. legislature. The MLA for the Great Riding of Skeena, one of our largest geographic ridings in the Northwest. His name is Ellis Ross. I've seen him speak many times. He's a First Nations chief from the Heisla First Nation at Kitimat Village. And I have been in rooms where he's addressed groups that uh, not only do they just rise spontaneously to their feet and give him an ovation when they hear what he's got to say. You look around the room and people are welling up. It's it's moving when he speaks of the struggles of his people and the vision he's got for prosperity and a sustainable future. Stuart, uh, when we talk to the pollmeisters, Nick Danos and people like that, uh, they tell us that the public opinion in British Columbia is pretty evenly divided on the uh, on, on in, in terms of support for and against the Kinder Morgan pipeline uh, expansion uh, from Alberta to Burnaby. Uh, the those who are against it are highly organized and very vocal. Those who aren't. Are are they still the silent majority? Well, I mean, it depends on the poll, the technique, and, and, and so forth. But I agree, pollsters say much the same thing. And the the thing there is that um, there has been an organized protest movement. Uh, it's been in place for 10 years, ever since a, an American-led strategy to shut down the Canadian oil sands was developed. And since then, they've poured tens of millions of dollars into it. You know, I'm, I'm certainly not opposed to environmental groups speaking up for environmental issues because they're so important. We have one planet. We have to live on it forever. And we we have to find ways to, to do that properly. But I think there are people who are going about their daily lives all the time. Maybe they're working two jobs. They're paying a big greater Vancouver mortgage, yeah. high, high rent. You know, they're, they're not showing up at protests. Those people, we, by doing this on a Saturday afternoon after the chores are done, we thought, okay, maybe there's a little window there where people can pop down in their busy weeks Maybe they're worried about the idea of $2 gas, which, which is what the Environment Minister of B.C. would cause if his, if his strategy to shut down the, the pipeline goes ahead. And, you know, just concerned about issues that are in the pocketbook area, not just the environmental issues, which are important to everybody. So uh, in terms of uh, speakers, now we've identified an MLA from Alberta, an MLA from British Columbia, yourself. Uh, any other people that you can tell us about, or will there be kind of an open mic moment for people to join the conversation? Well, we've got 90 minutes. We're keeping it pretty tight to a, a calendar. We've got a, a young man called James Robson. He's a leader of a movement called Canada Action, which is based out of Calgary. We've got a group that has been driving through the night. They got off work yesterday in Red Deer, and Calgary, a bus was picking up these people. These are all volunteers, people who have day jobs. They wanted to come down. 
So they drove overnight past the Rockies down down to to the coast, and they'll be there. They're from a group called Rally for Resources, and I've met them. These are these are real people. I know I know we've heard some of the protest groups that are upset we're doing this, and they're saying, "Oh, this is just a bunch of bunch of suits," you know. Well, it's not so. These are these are real workers who are so bent out of shape they're willing to do that. And of course, you and, know, you know what else they're going to yeah. say? Your support is so thin, so marginal. You had to bus in a bunch of Albertans just to flesh out the crowd so it would look bigger for TV. They'll, they'll say that, but you know what? Those Albertans insisted on coming down. There was a gentleman coming down from Fort St. John who was live Facebook videoing every time he stopped for gas to say he was excited about coming down. Um, those people are doing that of their own volition. And they, they're, I think, tired. They're weary of being uh, left out of an important conversation. And, and Vancouver is not just an important city for BC. It's a, it's a national city. It's a thir- third largest city. It's the, the biggest port in Canada. It's absolutely essential for Canada. So I, uh, I, I don't think we should exclude anyone who's Canadian from these conversations. Okay, Stuart, final question to you, because we're almost out of time. Uh, the government of Canada, of course, has approved this project, and uh, the Prime Minister has made occasional references to getting the thing done, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of, uh, of actual support. Are you uh, disappointed the government of Canada isn't being more forceful, or are they being conservative and just waiting uh, if, if that should push comes to shove, so to speak? Yeah, well, we did call the Prime Minister's office and invite him to come and speak. We, we knew it was a long shot, and you know he's got other other plans. But um, I, I think the the power of our confederation, of our laws, of our parliament, uh, of all the things we've created as a country since 1867, is a quiet, powerful thing. We have courts, we have traditions, and we have laws that are upheld. And I don't think we need politicians to go out there from the federal government and and sort of you know sell this thing. Um, although it would be helpful to have some firm, clear comments. And we've heard that from uh, the Environment Minister. We've heard it from the Prime Minister. The Environment Minister has made it very clear that she is A-OK with the plan, the climate plan, to which this pipeline is attached. Mm-hmm, yeah. So these are credible people. The vast majority of Canadian parliamentarians, notwithstanding Kennedy Stewart and his kind of local get-re-elected plan, uh, the, the vast majority of our people in Ottawa, in, in the House of Commons, support this project. This, this group this afternoon is not a bunch of radicals tying themselves to trees and trying to get arrested. This is the silent majority, and we are speaking out. Two o'clock this afternoon, Jack Pool Plaza, downtown Vancouver. It's the rally in Vancouver for our shared future. One of the speakers, the executive director of ResourceWorks, Stuart Muir, joining us, heading to the ferry terminal soon to, to make it across in Hi. time for the rally. Thanks for joining us, Stuart. Thank you, Sterling. Pleasure. 744. So there you have it. There are the both events happening today for and again, if you were, uh, if it were. And uh, we, so you, I guess you have an opportunity if you're feeling in the mood to express yourself one way or another. 10 o'clock this morning against at Lake City Way Skytrain Station. 2 o'clock for this afternoon downtown at Jackpool Plaza. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at CKNW.com, the Radio Player Canada app. Tune in, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.